Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. My name is Morten Hake and this is the place where we'll talk about the stuff that's going to make you remember who you really are. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome to this episode. Today, I am fortunate enough to have Anders Haglund here with me. Hi, Anders. Hi there. Uh, so I uh, was uh, I first saw you uh, on stage at uh, one of Elevate's uh, arrangements. Uh, and I didn't, like, I was introduced to the to like this inside out view of life or this new paradigm that I like to call it and and super hyped about it and excited and uh, but I had never actually I had seen like a video of you online a long time ago but I didn't you know put the two and two together oh. before I, later uh, so um, uh, but you had like a three or four hour speech and I just had a blast watching you I don't remember what you said I just remember sitting back there and just then just thinking like yes this is coming to Norway big time you know <laughs> so um, welcome thank you thank you <laughs> um yeah let's just like dive right, in, right into it um i want to know how you ended up um like doing talks about this and you know uh, doing business with uh, you know elevate and i know you worked with michael neal and like rudy as uh, i just had on this podcast and how'd you end up you know realizing your your real potential whatever i want to call it um it's really a long story starting when i was little (laughs) um i was kind of a i i my mom worked uh, here in sweden uh, making decisions on who should get compensated for being sick from work Uh, and i was sitting with her and a lot of doctors when i was like four or five and they were discussing psychosomatic illnesses. Okay. So as a little kid, I, I said, what does psychosomatic mean? Yeah, that, and, that's, that was the next question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the doctors turned around and, and looked at me, you know, like they do at the little kid and said that that's, that means that you can think your way into being sick. And uh, that it's from your uh, psyche and not from actually being physically ill. You can be mentally ill. And and that will have manifestations in 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 you actually being stressed or getting like fatigue syndromes and all of those things that they were discussing. Is is this person really sick or are they just making it up? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a four and five year old, you kind of cut straight through, you know, all the bullshit. So yeah. So I looked at the doctor and said, "Does that mean you can think your way into being healthy?" <laughs> yes, and they looked at me like, "Stop being a nuisance." <laughs> wow! But but I started there because my mom got the idea that you could do weird things. Like I remember when I was like in third grade and I was worried about a test, and I said I haven't studied enough, and even if I study, I don't get it. And she said, "No problem. Here's what you do." And she gave me a microphone and said that I should speak whatever was the thing that I thought was on the test. 
and then uh-huh. she would replay it in my earphones while I was sleeping. And when I woke yeah. up, I would know what to do. Now, of course, I aced the test. Nice. But I don't think it had anything to do with me listening during the night, but it had everything to do with the fact that I took the time to actually speak the whole thing in. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh so she God. kind of fooled me there. But I, I was certain that I could learn while I was sleeping. Um, oh, and, and it took me into a way where when I started as a golf professional, which is a very mental sport, I started looking into this behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. idea. And and at first I started with the, all the Swedish pioneers in this and uh, started with relaxation techniques back in 1978. Uh, so it's a long time ago. And then I, I started going with self-talk, you know, where you, you were supposed to talk positive to yourself, yeah. which was frustrating because I'd win a tournament and I was sure it was working. And then the next week I did the same thing and it didn't work. Uh, and of course, then I thought I didn't do it well enough. I didn't do it good enough. You know what? I think most people go through as they start reading the books, you know, they they read all these books saying that, uh, you know, if you just think well enough and take control of your thinking, uh, it's going to turn out all right. And then you really try to take control of your thinking and one day is good and the next day is not. And you start mm-hmm. thinking, maybe I'm not doing this right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really it doesn't really strike us that the whole premise is wrong. That mm-hmm. that you can't take control of your thinking and and all this and th- that was hidden to me. So I went to the next step was Tony Robbins. So I went mm-hmm. uh, I went to Tony Robbins and you know I started anchoring and shouting yes and and mm-hmm. jumping up and down and doing everything that I could to get in the right state. Yeah, and sometimes that would work and sometimes it didn't. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. I, and and once again, I thought, well, maybe I didn't jump high enough. Maybe I didn't squeeze my, <laughs> yeah, maybe I, I didn't squeeze my left hand hard enough, or maybe I yeah. didn't make that picture small enough in my mind. Or, mm. and I kept going, and then I found out that Richard Bandler was the guy who taught Tony. So yeah, I went yeah. with Richard Bandler, and then I, and it, it got ever more complex inside my head. You know, I got. Yeah. I got new techniques for everything. So I could uh, do blowout techniques and big pictures, small pictures. And I had voices speaking from behind and from the front and in different kind of weird ways, noticing that you could, uh, you know, you could you could sound like Mickey Mouse when you were mad and you wouldn't be as mad. So you'd go like, I'm really mad right now, but I don't really care. Right? So... You do all these things and you put music yeah. to your memories. And, and I've basically tried everything. Yeah. And Michael Neal was a guy that I met through NLP because we, the two of us were among probably 10 people in the world that Richard Bandler thought was good enough to share a stage with. Okay. Nice. So we had met each other that way. And uh, I had him here, and we did a couple of uh, seminars together. And at one time, I said, because he's so deep into coaching, and I was basically, Mm -hmm. I was a lecturer and, uh, you know, educating a lot of people at the same time, but Mm -hmm. coaching was more of a side thing. Mm -hmm. And for him, it was the other way around. Coaching was his Mm -hmm. thing, and sometimes he was on stage. (laughs) So I said... I know we know each other, but would it be weird because I want to know more about coaching? And I think the best way to get to know more about coaching is to be coached. I I, yeah. I realized it was weird 
to be a coach and not believe in it enough to have a coach. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and most coaches don't have a coach, which is weird, no. right? Yeah. So it's like, I believe that everybody else should pay for it, but not me. So, so I asked him, I said, would that be weird since we know each other professionally and everything, would you, would you coach me? Yeah. And it, this was back in two, beginning of 2009. Okay. So he said, no, sure, I'd coach you. But I, you have to pay like everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to be like smooching on you because we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we had our first talk. And I, I still remember that first talk when he said, okay, so now I'm, I'm, I'm not going to treat you like, a, like another coach or a friend or anything. You're just going to be my client from now on so it doesn't get weird. Yeah. And he said... Uh, do you want to change or do you want to transform? And, yeah. and that was for me a weird question at the time because I didn't see the difference. So yeah. I, of course, said, what do you mean? What's the difference? <laughs> and he, he gave me a metaphor and he said, well, either you can redecorate the egg you're living in yeah. and make it a really nice egg. And we'll call that change. I love it. Or you can hatch and find out yeah. what's outside the egg and become a chicken or whatever is bigger than what you are now. Yeah. So, of course, foolishly, I just said, transformation, please. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. Here I am. And, and so he said, and this was at the time, he was brand new at this too. He had just, he had just heard from some people about 3P. Yeah, And he found it weird that he's been into personal development for like, you know, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And never heard of it. Uh, and just like me, who's been into it like 20 years and read a thousand books, I never heard of it. You know, I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe I could have missed it since I searched for all the best things. It was yeah. just like a totally different thing that had been going on yeah. that I had no idea about. Yeah, same with me. Same thing, yeah. yeah. So... So he said, I've got this new thing. That's why I'm asking you the question. I'm, I'm just about into it. So I'm not an mm. expert, he said. Mm. But if you're willing to make the journey with me, I have made more of a change or more of a transformation in my own life in these three, first three months of discovering this than I've had in my mm. entire career before that. Yeah. So I said, I'm really interested in knowing what, what that is. Yeah. So he started talking as well as he could at the time, right? Yeah. About the formless and how we already are what we need to be uh, yeah. and how only the thinking is in the way. And you don't have to think differently. You don't have to worry about how you think. You don't have to worry about what you think. You only have to realize that you do think. Uh, and that was totally new to me. And I, I, I kind of started asking him like because I, I viewed it from an NLP perspective. And I was almost mm -hmm. like, so... So what is it that you're doing here? Like, I, I don't get it, you know, right? So tell me about it. Hi, what's the coaching thing? And so when I have my next coaching client, where should I start? And I, I wanted the whole thing. So we, we were butting heads for like four months. Yeah. And, I on, oh, yeah. and I honestly thought, I honestly thought that it was a waste of time. Because I, four, I, I, for the first four months, for the first four months, I thought it was a wow. total waste of time because I felt like, Like I was coaching him better than he was coaching me. 
Because mm. I, I, you know, he didn't say much. He would just say, oh, that's thought, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I would go yeah. like, oh, here's an interesting scientific study. And here's another one about the nervous system. And here's, you know, I had all these things going on. And he'd be going, yeah, that's a lot of thinking about it. But behind that, you're okay. And, and that would flow through. And he, he gave me this, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So after four months, I realized I'm paying a lot of money for this and I'm, I'm doing a lot of time. So I, I told my wife, I, I actually think that I'm coaching Michael a lot more than he's coaching me and I'm paying for it. And I, I don't know, maybe, I don't know what to do. And he said, well, either you quit, or you have a talk with Michael. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the next time I actually, you know, brought it up and I said, I, I actually think you, I'm coaching you a lot more than I'm coaching, you know, you keep saying the same thing all the time and I'm coming with new and fresh and good ideas. <laughs> 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 and, um, and uh, so I, 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 and I said, you don't even, you don't even argue back because I was from, you know, from the university, I was used to somebody putting up a thesis and then somebody yeah. puts up the anti-thesis. And then yeah. you get a synthesis that is better than whatever you had before. So it would be like a logical conclusion of a compromise that is better than the two extremes. Yeah. Right? So I said, I, I give you all that and you don't even argue back. You just answer something else. <laughs> and he said, well, you don't have to argue when you have the truth. Yeah. And that really stumped me. I didn't know what to do with that. That, that sounded like the first time I was in the national team uh, here in Sweden for golf and we had a mental coach coming in who said either if it doesn't matter if you think you can or if you don't think you can you're going to be right yeah well that's a bullshit statement right I mean of course <laughs> you know how, what am I, I can't just decide to believe it either I either I do I believe I can do it or I don't believe I can do it it's like yeah it's like yeah, I'm yeah. what am I supposed to do with that so I, I, but at this time I was stumped and I was, what do you mean you're having the truth? Well, I'm, I'm trying to point you to a fact and not to a better idea. Mm. Mm. And I hung up the phone and I was, I didn't know what to do with it. And we had talked about the fact that getting it would be like a butterfly landing on your shoulder and to have a butterfly landing on your shoulder you can't be flailing your arms around and you have to go where butterflies are that's number one and then you have to sit yeah. still and wait for one to come to you you can't like seek them out <laughs> yeah so i had this experience where i kind of gave up i gave up I, I i didn't know what to to do with what he said during that coach call and i was driving my car home and all of a sudden it just went like boom and it was like a totally different experience of the world colors were more vibrant uh, it was just and i thought i thought i'm enlightened i'm buddha you know it was <laughs> and i realized it was just the first little layer because then the insights have been flowing ever since and and yeah. and now after 5 years of having a lot of insights I'm, i realize you're never going to get to the bottom of this Right. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm not as cocky now. When I get a new insight, I don't think I oh I got it. I only yeah. think that oh this is interesting. I got a bit a bit further. <laughs> yeah. So, but that started me, and um, I had a a very weird experience because I about six months after I didn't know what what to do with this business wise. Business wise, I didn't uh, know what to do with it because. My whole, my me, yeah. home, home, home page, my, 
my seminars, all my materials were built yeah. on the old model. Yeah. So <laughs> for six months, I kind of tried to do what I did, but kind of throw in a little 3P in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how we do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and but six months, that's a long time. That's a long time. I, but it, it, You had like a big established business yeah. before. So it was like... Yeah, I had... I, you know, I imagine, had, you know... I had like... 25,000 people reading my coaching letters and I had, uh, you know, thousands of people coming to my seminars and, and, and it, it just, they had an expectation of what they would get. And what mm. I did was, uh, well, I wouldn't call it that at the time, but I would call it that now a great show that was fantastic that everybody would leave and say, I haven't seen anything better than this. Right. Yeah. So all of a sudden I remember this, this was, so this would be 2009 on the in the fall, and I think okay. it was September or November. I can't remember if it was September or November, but I had a seminar and I had about uh, I don't know 180 people in a in a room mm -hmm. doing something that I call "Make Your Life a Masterpiece," and I was doing that seminar. And okay, I started okay. it up. I started it up for 20 minutes. I did my piece, you know, my normal start piece. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hurt myself and I realized I, it was just that it, it wasn't like an intellectual process. I, all of a sudden I just knew you can't marry 3P with this. You have to, yeah, you have to go exactly. all the way. You, there's no yeah. way of amalgamating or, you know, like putting them together. Yeah, there's no in between. There's no yeah. in between. It's either or. And I just saw it. And 20 minutes into my thing, everybody's laughing, having fun on the, in their chairs and everything. And I just stopped. And I looked at them and said, I'm sorry, but this is bullshit. I'm sorry I'm bullshitting you, but I've, I've come to a new place. And here's what I, here's what I have now. And I just ad-libbed, um, basically, new material off the top of my mind for eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, because it was for how long? eight hours. Oh, it was a it was it was a full day seminar, and I was only twenty minutes into it. So, wow. oh. the first break I miss, of course, because it's two and a half hours before I realize I, we need a break. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and and my wife and the girls running the the seminar is on the outside. And I come out during the break, and I always seek out my wife, and I, I go like. Um, I don't know what to tell you, but it could could you kind of tell them that everything that's in the in the manual they got, mm. we're not going to cover that at all. That's that's. <laughs> so you asked her to tell them. <laughs> yeah, it was like you can throw that away if you want to, or you know, because I'm not going to be. I, I'm, and and I thought that would be a surprise to her, and she said, "I already know." Mm. And I said, "How come you already know?" And she said, well, normally during the first break, everybody comes out laughing, high-spirited, very high energy. And they tell us standing out here that this is so good. He rocks. He's like the best I've ever seen, right? Yeah. It's world-class. Yeah. And now nobody said that. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> oh, shit, what have I done? And he said, no, no, no. Everybody came out and they were like, I've never felt so touched. They were teary-eyed, yeah. and and it took me a little while before I realized touched is a lot better than world class. 
Because mm. it's personal. Yeah, it's personal and it's into the person where it makes a difference for life mm. and not only is like a fantastic shower, but you need another shower in a few days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, because I thought putting people in a motivated, high-energy state was the best you could do with people, and then they'd be fine. And I didn't realize that didn't last. I didn't, I, I, I didn't have anything else. I, it, I was lucky they got something else, but it was not because of that. And that, after that, I saw it, and then I dove right into it, and I realized, okay, I, I'm going to stumble my way along. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, I just realized I can't do this anymore. I, I, I can't do the old stuff. I can't, even, I can't even get it out of my mouth anymore because it doesn't seem true to me. It was, it was basically yeah. like saying Earth is flat. Yeah. And I had a really good convincing argument for Earth was flat. And yeah, I had yeah, a yeah, business yeah. model for Earth was flat. But yeah. as soon as I saw that Earth was round, I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to do that anymore just because people, other people also thought that Earth was flat and they wanted to know how to live on a flat Earth. So, yeah. so they asked for that. So it was a good business. <laughs> yeah. But now all of a sudden I realized, okay, I, I, I don't want to change my participants anymore. I want to transform my participants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that's a very long answer to your question. <laughs> that's a great story, man. <laughs> that's very, very fascinating. So you just like dropped that on the stage, and then for eight hours went straight, and that was like the yeah the, the birth of your real your the career you have now. Yeah, I, I actually I wish that I could have had that insight sitting in my office and then rewriting the uh, <laughs> the seminar, but yeah. I got it right on stage, and then I just couldn't do it. So. There you go. Can't yeah, you can't you, you can't really decide when the insight is going to strike you. No, that's the crazy part. And it's like, well, it's that says something about you know a true insight because when it hits you, you know it's true just from the split second. And when it hit you on stage, there's like you're you're left like you're left with either like following truth or not. Yeah. So that's like a very simple choice, <laughs> yeah. like. Because one would go like, holy shit, you, do, you did that, you, know, you stopped the whole thing and you didn't have any script or anything. But probably for you in that moment, it was just either truth or not. You know, it's just it's, like... It's, it's actually, it brings home a really good point, Morten, because other people watching that or hearing the story probably thought, oh God, that was so brave of you to call yourself like a, you know, call yourself a spade a spade, right? Mm-hmm. But... Courage had nothing to do with it. Courage mm. had nothing to do with it. Once I saw that, hey, that's the way it is, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. So the big, big problem I see with you know the old thing is that in the old idea, courage is really highly valued. Mm. But you only need courage when you're afraid. Mm. And you're only afraid when you don't see what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so if you work on courage, it's 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 gonna be even if you're really good at it, you're still gonna be living a life being afraid all the time. Mm. 
So you don't want to do that. You don't want to work on your courage. Of course, there are times when when you're afraid and you need courage to do the right thing. I understand that. But once you see that your fear is coming from your thinking and not from dangerous stuff, <laughs> yeah, uh, you you don't need the courage anymore. It's just the right thing to do. It's it's almost like having children. I I, I don't know if a lot of people listening to this has children, but when a child asks you for, you know, the weird colored candy that everybody knows is just shit. Yeah. Right? It <laughs> is, you just know it's only chemicals. There's nothing natural in it. Yeah. And, and the child is screaming bloody murder in the shop. It doesn't matter how high they scream, you're not going to give in and give them the candy. And yeah. it doesn't take courage. It's just because you know that they don't know. If they knew that this was poison, they wouldn't put it in their mouth either, and they wouldn't be screaming. And there's no amount of screaming that will let you give it to them. It's almost like if they were asking, Mom, can I have some cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, well, it is. Sugar. Yeah. yeah. So, really bad. But you wouldn't, it wouldn't take courage to, to stand yeah. up to all the people watching you when your child is screaming or whatever. It, it's just the right thing to do so it doesn't take courage it's just it's like i'm sorry honey it doesn't matter how much you scream we're not i'm not buying it for you exactly right yeah you just it's just like follow well it's like we're going this way and then you can either like like it's like it's just happening and and whatever because this reminds me of like and uh, you know when you get when i get for example frustrated yeah it's like this it's like a kid wanting candy you know it's like a nagging kid wanting candy just like uh, your example so it's just like well i'm i'm frustrated now but it doesn't really matter you know it's just like that's just happening in the background but well not in the my experience of it is is 100% real you know I had this day the other day when I was like completely out of it and I knew that I was completely out of it and I knew that I wasn't gonna get probably wasn't gonna get anything done that day so I just like it made sense to me to just kind of like give that day to myself and do absolutely nothing and just like you know see what happens yeah sure enough at the end of the night I'm sitting there cranking out some article or i don't remember what it was but like i was right yeah writing like an update to the team um so I, so before i knew it i was back on track again yeah, yeah. It, it's really great once you see that we have a self-correcting mechanism inside yeah that that the less you do the better it works yeah. and that is so weird because it is it is but it's because the reason that it seems weird to us is because that's not how the real world works Mm. so if i want to build muscle i have to put a lot of work on top of the muscle i have to strain i have to try so it's really easy to think of the brain as a muscle so if you read most mental training manuals they see it as a mental muscle that you build. Yeah. So they take the metaphor of the real world and put it inside your head. Mm. But inside your head doesn't work like the real world. In, mm. Inside your head is imaginary. 
inside of your head is more like since I'm kind of you know since I'm coming from an engineering background that's my education you could see it as the difference between newtonian physics and quantum physics so okay and before anybody goes into a trance out there listening to this because it gets complex or something, I want to make it easy. And that is Newtonian physics basically could predict anything in the real world for hard objects falling and stuff. Okay. But when you look inside these objects and you go to the quantum world, they behave yeah. weird. They can be in two yeah. places at the same time and, yeah. and, and they can not exist. And then from out of nothing, they could all of a sudden be something. Right. Depends on the observer. Yeah, right? everything is not even not even the observer because we don't know what's going on. That's the honest answer. It's yeah. like, yeah, when we Good look, point. it seems like we know, huh. but <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it's exactly it's exactly the same inside our heads because it's more quantum because because our thinking it just pops and we don't actually know where it comes from. So it's easy to grab hold to the real world and think, oh, it probably works the same. But it doesn't work the same. It's a, it's a totally different world where thoughts yeah. come from nowhere and you can get stuff from nothing. And, yeah. and it seems like, well, you can't get stuff from nothing. No, yeah, you can. It, it seems yeah. like the universe is made that way. You can, you can get yeah. stuff from nothing. <laughs> Once there yeah. was nothing and then there was all this something. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so... That's what's going on in our heads. And once we see that that is not a bad thing, that is an infinite potential. Yeah. So you can get anything inside your head. But that means you can get crazy inside your head, just as well as yeah. passionate and creative inside your head. Yeah. The difference is, do you understand what's going on? And do you understand that your feeling will always guide you? So that when you get crazy thinking in your head, that is not in line with what you're supposed to be doing with yourself. It will always come with pressure. Yeah. And you can call that pressure feeling nervousness. You can call that pressure feeling anxiety. You can call that pressure feeling sadness. You can call it what you want, but it's pressure. Yeah, it's like a contracting. Yeah, something thing. feeling like it's not quite right. It's so. Yeah. And we all know when it's just like there's something that's just not quite right. Yeah, we think that that n feeling of not quite right means that there's something not quite right in the world. Mm. But that feeling is trying to tell us that there's something not quite right with our thinking right now. Thinking, yeah. We grabbed hold of the wrong thought, so to speak. Yeah, we grabbed yeah. we grabbed hold of a thought that wasn't for us. <laughs> mm. If you see what yeah. I'm saying. And yeah, and yeah, yeah, and when yeah. another, if you let go of that thought, and another one comes in, new fresh thinking comes in, and it's a a, a thought that is meant for you. That is, it's almost like when a painter gets a good idea for painting, right? He should yeah. paint. Yeah. If you're not a painter and you get a good idea for a painting, maybe that's not for you, right? So yeah. So, but maybe if you're a brain surgeon, you get a great idea about brain surgery, run with it, right? Because you're, it's like your your thing, or football, yeah. or whatever, right? We are all made for different stuff, and when you get a, an idea that's for you, there's something inside your being that's gonna sing. Yeah, but it's not gonna sing like hallelujah and be like partying. It's more like going, yeah, 
It's, yeah. it's a soft. <laughs> it's a it's a soft knowing that this is right. Yeah. You don't know why you know. It's just, but it's soft. If it comes with a yeah, 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 that's actually a warning too. <laughs> that's that yeah, means that you lost your perspective like... on the other side. That you're now now you got over positive and you're not seeing the obstacles at all. You you're bound to make mistakes now. Right. This so, like... so a lot of people think that it's only the bad feeling that's a warning, but it's actually, it's actually any kind of strong feeling is a warning that you lost your perspective. Mm. And behind those strong feelings, there's something much better. There's a, there's a slight yes or a slight mm. That's that's always there to to guide you if you listen to it. As soon as all the crazy strong feelings are gone, it's like you you get to a place where you just go like, oh, I know, I don't know how could I miss that. That's or it's for anybody listening out there. It could be as simple as the fact that you have an argument with your spouse, your partner, yeah. and five minutes later you realize. Why did I make such a big fuss out of that little thing? How come it became so important to be right that I, I actually destroyed being happy? Mm. And all of a sudden, yeah. you, if you listen to that hum that comes to you, you will go right back to your partner and say, I'm sorry, I, I got lost in my crazy thinking. Yeah. And I was so sure it was you. Yeah. And I took it out on you instead of understanding that it came from my own thinking and I'm so sorry I took that out on you and you're back yeah. in the hum <laughs> you're back in that's the... that's a cool example because uh I think we've all been there where we had a fight with a with a partner and at a certain point after that fight there's a change you know uh, and I think most of us, sometime or another, has gone back to someone we fought with and went like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was, that was, you know," and then just started on on that new vibe, you know, and then fixed, and you know, and just like uh, changed the whole dynamic from that. So, so I think that's a beautiful example because people have already been there, you know, they know that they know that feeling, and they know that oh, and and we're saying like that's. That's it, you know. That's it. <laughs> that's that, it. That's how. That's, that's how easy it is. Yeah. Or rather, that's how simple it is, but it's not easy. That's a better way yeah. of saying it because it's such a soft knowing. It mm. doesn't boast it. It's like it's like your true confidence doesn't need to go on the rooftop and shout out how good you are. True. Right. It's just it's yeah. just a feeling that goes with you that, and when you see somebody with authentic confidence they walk into a room they don't have to tell you about it oh, you, yeah, exactly. you, you can just feel it yeah. and that's what we all have beneath the insecure thinking mm. so we're really just one understanding away and that's understanding that a thought is in the way of finding your way back to your natural confidence that you were born with. Every kid has natural confidence. Mm. Every kid has natural self-esteem because confidence and self-esteem doesn't mean that you succeed all the time. It means that when you fail, you start over without any loss of enthusiasm. So mm. a, a kid that falls down when they're trying to stand, they can cry 
and then he will stand up with equal force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas whereas uh, an adult who tries something in the office and kind of falls on their face will yeah. also cry. But then the next time they try, they will give it only a 50% effort. Yeah. Which means that they will never make it up. So they can say that that wasn't for me. Because they don't... Yeah. They have that insecure thinking in the way, and the only thing that that stops them is understanding that oh, it's only my insecure thinking. It, yeah. And and here's the big big thing for me, and I don't know if it's going to be for everybody else out there, but this has been the big thing for me. Once you understand that confidence can't be built, mm. it's already there. Mm. It can only be uncovered. Mm. So you can't you can't construct confidence. The old models that is a model yeah. says that you can construct it by saying I'm good or yeah. I'm I'm this, I'm that. I can I can practice, 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 and once I feel yeah. secure that I'm good enough, I'll be confident. Yeah. But you can't construct it. I, I know a lot of actors or athletes who have practiced every day for 10 years and they're still as insecure and nervous when they go into the field, right? Because yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter how many times you do it. It doesn't come from that. So if you mm. feel that you're practicing to finally get good enough to feel secure, it will yeah. never happen because security doesn't come from being good. Security comes from being human. Mm. It's, it's, it's your default mm. setting when you get born. So you can't construct it. You can't build confidence. You can only uncover the fact that you always have confidence. Mm. And the times where you feel you're not confident, the times when you feel you're insecure, you have created the illusion by a thought <laughs> that you're insecure. Yeah, and that you're not confident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a... And, and the cool thing is like, like when people... Uh, like. When you say what you say, it's easy to. Um, well, to me, it's a, it's a nice, you know, just like comfortable knowing that uh, whatever I got going on, you know, uh, there's always this like chill, confident, just like natural. Mm, I don't know what that is, but like me or vibe underneath all of my clutter yeah. all the time. And um, and when you said that, you know, confidence is there behind all the thinking, you know, underneath all the thinking. Actually, that's the real you, you know, you like when when in like you have all the resources and and then you have this show going on on top, just, you know, for whatever reason, or navigate through the world, or whatever. But there's always like you have an in. You, there's like a box with infinite resources that kind of like we use. We use those resources, and it's like it's easy though to pe for pe for people who would go like, okay, so I just need to peel off the layers so I can be confident. You know, this is a common misinterpretation uh, or whatever I want to call it. What would you say to these people? Well, here's here's my take on it because we're all talking about something formless that is really hard to talk about in the form which we are doing yeah. right now. Yeah. But I think they're on the right track because here's here's what they've seen. They see that 
there is a human potential that is almost like the sun. You know, that's as soon as you uncover that, your eyes start glittering. Mm. That happens to everybody, whether they know the principles or not. Because mm. it's really easy for people who get into the three principles to think that the three principles are something. Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, they're, not, they're nothing. They're, they're a description of something that's always been going on. Yeah. So it's not like you can know the three principles and you can use them. You can't use no. them. They're a description. Yeah. So it's 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 almost just, they're just pointing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like pointing at a wall, saying like, "Well, that's it," but you can't understand it. But like, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like gravity. You know, you can't you can't yeah. really see gravity. There's nothing around you that kind of shows you gravity, but you can see you can see that it's there because every time you drop something, it goes down. It never goes up. It doesn't violate the law, so to speak. That'd be crazy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool. One day. <laughs> and 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 the real weird thing is that all all you all grown ups who saw it going up would be shocked, <laughs> and all children would just go, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Because they have no idea that would be weird, right? So, yeah. so it's 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 the same thing with this. Is that they have seen that I have something in me that is always there. And the only thing that's covering that is my own thinking. Mm. So then, of course, when you know that if you're if you're in contact with that deeper knowing, if you're in contact with your own life force, whatever you want to call that, you can put whatever name you want, as long as you remember it's only a name, <laughs> right? Uh, so once you realize that when I'm in contact with that, I'm present, I'm loving, I'm in the zone, I'm... I'm everything that we all always look for is there as soon as I'm in contact with that. Mm. Then, of course, the natural question would be, so how do I cut away the crap so that I can be in contact with it? Here's, here's the real insight is seeing that we're talking about thinking and the crap in the way like it's real. So we talk about, about it like it's thought clouds in the way of the sun. So the sun is always there, but sometimes you have clouds in the way. But that's a metaphor for the real world again, right? So, yeah. so, but here, there are no real clouds here. It's only in your thinking. So the big insight is seeing that you don't have to take them away because they're not there. <laughs> yeah. The real insight is that it just looks like it's real. So, yeah. so that's the problem. It's almost like going to, um, you know, when if... If you go to a really good illusionist, like one of the best, David Copperfield or somebody, and he flies out in front of the audience and he goes out there and you can swear there can't be any wires. He's flying for real, right? <laughs> and here's the thing. Then you got into the illusion. So now you're thinking, how does he do real magic? <laughs> Instead of the fact that once you actually go, okay, there is no real magic, So he's doing it by something holding him up. Yeah. Boom, you know how he does it. Because you see yeah. through the trick. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's accepting the fact that it's almost like walking in the desert and you see a mirage. And the mirage is like um, uh, a little pool of water and you, your whole being is crying out for water. Now, the reason that people who've been in the desert for a long time actually crawls up to the mirage and tries drinking the water yeah. is not because they see it's a mirage. It's because they see it as actual water. Yeah. 
Yeah. If they saw that it was a mirage, they go, "Hey, cool mirage, let's crawl this way." Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But it looks real to them. That's why they will be eating sand and dying for, faster. Yeah. So exactly. That's what's happening inside our heads. It's a real mirage. It's 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 an actual illusion. So the only thing that saves you is that you see and understand that it looks real, it feels real, it still isn't real. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the only thing that saves you because there's nothing in your mind that would point you to the fact that it's a mirage because it will look like a real mirage. It will look like water. It will not look like an illusion to you, right? So mm. if my... If one of my friends or my wife or anybody is annoying and I get mm. irritated, mm. it will look like it's them. It will feel like it's them. I will be sure it's them. The only thing that saves me from saying stupid stuff is realizing, yeah, but it still isn't. It's coming mm. from me. Yeah. That's, that's the point. It's like, yeah, I know it looks like it. I know I can't see it any different. I, I know I'm, I'm mad. I'm not going to change the fact that I'm irritated. Yeah. But knowing that it comes from my thinking and not from them as a fact, yeah. even though it totally looks like it's coming from them, yeah. it's knowing that it doesn't and that it's like there's no discussion on that. It's not like, yeah, but no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it doesn't come from them, period. No matter yeah. how crazy I get and no matter how much it looks like there's water there, it's an illusion. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as that happens, you just calm down. And, and you see the fact that there's not a person in the world who's ever been annoying without feeling bad themselves. And once you see that and the truth of it, anybody listening, you can, you can try it out in your own world. There hasn't been one time you've been feeling really good that you've been walking around being annoying. <laughs> you haven't been like calling people assholes or pushing them or taking things or whatever it is. No, you, yeah. you're not doing that when you're feeling good. You're doing that when you're feeling bad, when you feel off. So once you see that for you, you realize yeah. that, hey, this person is suffering. Yeah. And if I see that they're suffering, they, they're not annoying to me anymore. And I become, no. I become compassionate. I become yeah. loving. It would almost be like seeing, I don't know, if I saw a fox on the street and it had been run over by its back leg. And he was trying to walk and it was like really hurting. Mm. And I would go up there and try to help it. And he would snap and try and bite me. Yeah. I wouldn't slap it. I would say, stop no. biting me, you idiotic <laughs> fox. What are you? Because I realized he's hurting. That's why he's trying to bite me. And he doesn't realize I'm trying to help. Everybody yeah. understands that with an animal. But for some reason with a 35-year-old partner, it's like, <laughs> no, that's different. I'm going <laughs> to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> trying to help you here. Yeah, I'm trying to help you. Can't you see I'm on your side, idiot? Uh... Right? We don't we don't see the fact that we do exactly the same when we're hurting. We're trying to bite the hand that helps us or feeds yeah. us or right? So but once we see that that's what 7.2 mil billion people on the planet will do. We don't take it personal. It's not like my partner is an idiot. No, no, no. Every person on the planet who's hurting will be trying to bite you. Yeah. Uh, even when you help them, they will be trying to bite you. But you don't yeah. take that personally. You, you see the hurt. 
yeah. and you talk to the hurt. You don't talk yeah. to the behavior. Yeah. If you don't see what we're talking about, you'll be saying, stop that. Hang up yeah. your coat. Put your shoes right. Put yeah. that plate the right place. How many times <laughs> have I told you? That's what you will do if you don't see the hurt. If you see the hurt, you'll go like, hey, I, I can see that you're having a hard time. But I'll always be here for you. Yeah. Do you want me to leave you alone? Or, or could I just try to help you with that? Yeah. And most likely the first times they will go like, I don't trust you. Yeah. Right? They will. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, but after a while they start seeing, hey. Yeah. Because when you're, when you're loving, when you can see the hurt in them and you become compassionate, you become the mirror where they yeah. can see that it's only their thinking. Yeah. Because they see a bad world and no wonder they behave badly. And when oh. you behave badly too, it becomes a confirmation of a bad world. Yeah. But when you don't behave badly in the same bad world they see, they can see that maybe it's me. Yeah, it's, yeah. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm off right now. And all of a sudden, mm. they would calm down, they get the clarity back, and they will say, hey, I'm sorry I made such a big fuss over that. I, I, I can't believe I gave you a hard time when all you were trying to do was trying to help. I can see that now. I'm sorry. Right? Mm. Yeah. That's what we all have in us. And it's there in a split second because that's our default. See, uh, you know, I meet a lot of people and I've noticed this. I noticed last um year that i you know i meet people i otherwise would never have met uh and in settings and uh, just like you said it's because i see I, I put in my words but it's like the same thing i see them you know it's like you see you just like con connect with other people without interfering with the connection so the connection is already there you know it's just like start talking to people, all of a sudden I'm having this long, nice conversation with this uh, drug dealer that was on the same bus stop I was at. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was a drug dealer. He was from Morocco, and I used to live in Morocco. Or I, I was there for like two months or something way back. We started talking about Morocco, da-da-da. All of a sudden I get a perspective in the drug dealer's world in Oslo, you yeah. know? All of a sudden, and he's, a, he's the coolest dude ever, and he's just like trying to get by, and like his friend passed, and he's like, hey, and all of a sudden we're three people there, and... um. Which I probably never would have talked to before, just from me thinking, I don't know, but like, uh, but just like both me and him creating some kind of thought problem in a way of our connection, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I can recognize that as well. It's just like it's so easy to get to know people these days, uh, it just happens automatically. Well, you see it in children, they're always a bit standoffish yeah. in the beginning which is a yeah. good idea you don't know if the other person is in their crazy mode or not yeah right? you gotta like yeah check. you wait a little bit but you give kids five minutes together they play with anybody yeah they have no problem they get along with anybody right so yeah. that's that's the way we are now yeah. one thing before before we end today that i i'd love to bring up and that i think yeah. sometimes gets missed is that it sounds like once, once you kind of see the three principles and you see what's going on behind life, 
mm. you'll be like boom transported to a totally different level and you will never be having problems connecting and stuff anytime right <laughs> mm. but that's not quite true and we all know it it's it's more like we are going in and out of our own craziness the yeah. only difference is that when we come out the other side, we don't prolong it because we know what was going on. And we realize that it doesn't matter how well you know this, you'll still get caught up thinking that the mirage is real. Oh, yeah. Right? All the time. All the time, right? So, but it, it's like you're nicer to yourself because you can see in yourself what you're going to see in a child, that it's an innocent mistake, that it's not a... It's not an evil mistake. It's like, I, it's not like, because I know in the beginning when I lost it, I, I was almost like, I should know better by now. And I got even angry with me because I lost it. And yeah. now when I get deeper into it and I start understanding this, I realize, why would I be different with any, any of the other 7.2 yeah, billion yeah, people, so right? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's seeing the innocence and realizing, yeah, I got caught up. Yeah. I went straight up to the little oasis and drank the sand instead of the water. <laughs> and it tastes like shit. I got a dry mouth. But that's what you do when you think it's real. Yeah. That's what you do. It's not, it's not like it's going to be different for me. If I see it as real, I'm going to treat it like real. When I yeah. see through it, I'm going to behave better. So, yeah. so as soon as we understand better, we do better. And when we understand better, we also do better with our mistakes because most people think, I, I want to understand better so I'm more successful. Yeah, you will be more mm -hmm. successful, but it's also one of the greatest successes in life to be successful at seeing that mistakes are human and you're still going to make them and be nice to mm -hmm. yourself like you would to a child making the mistake. That, yeah. that you, will all, you will never be able to do any better than you do understand. That's, mm -hmm. that's your level. So when you're 20... That's your level. Here, here's your level of understanding. You'll make 20-year-old mistakes, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when you're 30, you'll make 30-year-old mistakes. And then when you're 40, you'll make 40-year-old mistakes. But you won't do the 30 and 20 if you understand better. Yeah. You won't be stuck. You won't, yeah. be, you won't be stuck at the same insecure level in your relationships. Your relationship will be deeper and better. Yeah. Uh, you're... Um, your way of being a boss will be more understanding rather than my road or the highway kind of, you know, uh, my way, or the highway kind of way. So it, mm. it's, it's seeing that it's, it's almost like the fact that we have different kinds of weather all, all over the planet, but it seems like that weather is necessary for life yeah. without rain, without sunshine, without wind, without, without all this ice, snow, dry, uh, wet. Mm. Without yeah. all that, there's not all the diversity of life. No, exactly. And inside our heads, it's the same thing. Sometimes it's raining between the ears. But yeah. that doesn't mean you can't have a great life in the rain. No, yeah. If you understand, you're not looking to be less sad or more happy. You understand that sad and happy is a function of your thinking. And behind mm. that is the true feeling. So it doesn't mm. matter what the weather's like. It's it's more like instead of saying I want I want three summers and one spring. <laughs> That's my year. <laughs> You're going to be fine with the spring. You're going to be fine. It's like a person asked me and she said fall is so beautiful and I I looked at her and I said, "Yeah, it's definitely in my top 4 of seasons." <laughs> <laughs> right? 
and uh, and it's yeah. it, it's realizing that it's it's all good it's all good and it's necessary you know if you didn't have if you didn't have this generator of both weird and good thoughts in your head that's what it takes to have all the good thoughts it's almost like a brainstorming session you have to have some crazy ideas to come up with get the good ones, get the yeah. good ones. it's like mining for gold you get a lot of crap to get a little nugget yeah. But you don't mind the crap when you realize that you don't have to mind. You don't have to care about the you crap. You You're looking for the it, gold. Yeah. Who cares about the crap, right? <laughs> and, and once you see that, that's not positive thinking. That's just hey, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the golden feeling. And when the golden feeling comes, I'll run with it. And when the crap comes, I know it's just the crap that has to pass through for the next gold one. Yeah. And and it's it's so. It, it makes it less of an a uh, less of an issue, and, and and the less of an issue it is, the less you think, and the less you think, uh, the more fine you are, and the more fine you are, the better you are, and then you get crazy again, and you realize, oh, I got caught up, and then you're back again. So it's yeah. it, it's it's um, it's a it's a good thing once you once you start seeing what's actually going on, and realize that you can't do the three principles, you can't. You can't be the can't three principles. Life. It's it it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And and the first one to tell you would be Sidney Banks, who did this. Is that I don't really like talking about it like that. It's just I'm trying to describe something that's beyond that I saw. Yeah. And and that's why all the teachers through life have used metaphor, and people get caught up in the metaphor instead of understanding that. No, 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 no. It's 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 understanding like gravity. Once you once mm. you see what's going on, you can do stuff that you couldn't before. Mm. It doesn't change anything. It's just that you can mm. do stuff that you couldn't before. You know, you can yeah. you can fly. You can put machines in the air because you can actually do little mathematical things on how much force you need to lift it. Uh, and and you can do a lot of stuff once you understand gravity and and once you understand thought and you understand human nature and you understand that if you're born you're going to have you're going to be having thinking and, <laughs> yes. and your thinking is going to lead to 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 feeling and if you understand you don't care about that feeling you care about being alive <laughs> Yeah. Right. And and you realize that, hey, that's what's going on with everybody. You're not going to walk around thinking, no, not me. I'm not I'm not going to be doing that crap. I'm not going to be. <laughs> no, you, you're going to be doing exactly the same as everybody else. The only only difference will be are you going to be dragged through life kicking and screaming or are you going to yeah. be walking through life understanding what's going on? Yeah. Amish, this has been amazing. I love how you... I love the way you point or the way you talk about it and how you're constantly reminding people that, like, you know, life is unfolding. Yeah. You know, and period. (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) It's just like that happens <laughs> and and i really really do i like i throughout this uh this podcast i've been you know all over the place i've been like listening and falling in and out of your words but i had a great feeling so uh, i appreciate that and um yeah this week this upcoming weekend uh you're speaking at elevate uh 2014 yeah, I'm going to be there uh, all three days. And nice. I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah. If there's anybody out there 
listening who'd like to have more, uh, I got free coaching on my website, andershaglund.se, uh, and they can get it in English once a month and in Swedish uh, once a week. So yeah. And you also have a newsletter, right? Uh, yeah, that's my co- I call it a coaching letter because okay. I, I, it's not the same as a newsletter because I actually spend a whole workday just getting something that it. is worthwhile. Um, nice. I do tell about certain events and stuff, but it's all about the content, the what I'm trying to. And, and here's a difference with me too that I'd like to add is that I always share the best I have. Yeah, yeah. Always share the yeah. best I have. So if I write a letter this week, it's going to be the best I have this week. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be, I'll, I'll give you this and then you can get the super duper thing if you pay. No, yeah. It's going to be in every channel I'm going to give, given the best yeah. I have. The only difference yeah. is you pay more if you need me to be there. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, <laughs> so it's more like if, if you come to Elevate, I don't know what they charge, but they probably charge a few thousand to come and listen to everybody for a few days, right? Then that's what it is because I need to be there for three days if yeah. if it's a, a different course. But it's always going to be the best I have. Yeah. And and when it's my coach, coaching letter, it will be in text form and you have to work it out yourself. You have mm-hmm. to sit there and go through it and you can't ask me and have me as a what do you mean by this right you have to figure it out but mm. it's free so it's pretty good yeah. right so and but then the more time you want out of me for being there and really coaching you and helping you get it then the price yeah. go up but that's how i do it i don't do it by here's level one and level two and level three it's going to be no. always the best i have in my heart yeah but the more guidance you need that's when yeah that's when my levels go up. That's great. And for yeah, for people listening who like uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, what is it? The first, the thirty first until the second, the thirty first of October till the second of November. It's the Elevate two thousand fourteen, which is a conference where there's going to be different speakers. It's in uh, like an hour. What is it called? The Oslo Con- Conference Convention Ufur. Center or something? Convention right? Center. Yeah, it's like a huge place, and there's going to be hundreds of people there. And I'm going there. Unless you're going there, and uh, you know, it's just a great opportunity to meet fantastic, like-minded people and to dive into this understanding more. So, um, yeah, that feel free to join us there. And thank you so much for doing this podcast, man. Yeah, it's really good to like pleasure. also, yeah, yeah, <laughs> good times. Yeah, good times. Good to getting to know you, and thank you for sharing your. I really like, uh, just like you said, you give away your, you know, your best stuff for free. It or just like you, obviously, why wouldn't you give your best all the time, yeah. right? So, so I really felt like you did that here as well, and I, uh, yeah, again, I appreciate that. Cool. Be well, people. Right. This was the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on your Facebook. If not, then please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no.